The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. 12 to 15-year-olds are now approved to get the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. As Alan Rodriguez Espinoza reports, local health districts are expanding how Richmond and Henrico children can get the shot. Vaccines will be available for Richmond and Henrico kids at any of the health district's walk-up events, like those at George Wythe High School and the Raceway. They may also get the shot from their pediatrician if their office has the appropriate storage equipment. And kids can go to a local pharmacy offering the Pfizer vaccine. But at this time, schools will not be hosting vaccination clinics. Here's nurse manager Amy Popovich with the local health districts. Some districts are vaccinating where kids learn, um, but we're vaccinating where kids live and learn as most of the students in Richmond and Henrico are at home. Expanding eligibility means about 26,000 kids can now get the shot in Richmond and Henrico, bringing the region one step closer to getting back to normal. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. Virginia will receive more than $7 billion in COVID relief funds from the American Rescue Plan. Richmond will get more than $150 million and Henrico over $64 million. Senator Tim Kaine spoke with reporters yesterday about how the legislation will help rebuild the nation's economy. I think we're moving into not emergency relief, but rebuilding an economy and building it better than pre-COVID because we have to build an economy that's more equitable and that's more sustainable. Kane says he's now shifting his focus to trying to pass the Biden administration's infrastructure proposal, which he says would transform the Commonwealth. Virginia officials hope the gasoline supply chain will be fully back to normal by this weekend or early next week. Colonial Pipeline, which supplies 45 percent of the East Coast fuel, came back online Wednesday night, but it takes time for gas to flow through the massive 5,500-mile pipeline. In the meantime, the Virginia Department of Transportation says that to conserve fuel, Its safety service patrol will station cars in high crash areas to limit time spent roaming highways. Here's VDOT Commissioner Stephen Bridge. Those service routes and their times of service have not been reduced at this point in time. We are, however, pre-positioning those assets in key high crash location areas to be able to offer assistance. Officials and experts continue to urge drivers to avoid panic buying, which has led to gas shortages. A nationwide virtual vigil is planned tonight for correctional officers and prison staff who've died from COVID-19. At least 2,500 people who are incarcerated in the U.S. have died, including 250 prison and jail employees. Whitney Evans has more details. One Voice United, a national advocacy group for correctional officers, will read the names of those who've died. The list will include some of the correction staff in Virginia who died. Andrew Potter is the group's founder. The system was not ready for this, was not prepared for this, and I still think there's a lot of work that can be done today to help ensure the safety of those men and women that go inside of those prisons on any given day. 
A corrections officer who had contracted COVID-19 spoke to VPM on the condition of anonymity. The employee said officers were initially instructed not to wear masks or gloves for fear of scaring prisoners. There was debate whether or not they were effective. Who should wear them? We had officers being disciplined that wanted to wear them. Community members and advocates have been concerned about the impact COVID-19 has had on people in prison because physical distancing is difficult. The vast majority of people incarcerated in Virginia, as well as thousands of correctional officers and staff, have now been vaccinated. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Yesterday, a federal judge dismissed a lawsuit from State Senator Amanda Chase seeking to overturn her censure by the Virginia Senate. The censure came in response to Chase's attendance at the January 6th rally that led to the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. In the motion to dismiss the case, Attorney General Mark Herring argued that the Senate acted appropriately when issuing the censure. Herring also pointed to Chase's refusal to condemn the mob, instead calling them, quote, patriots who love their country. Chase has described the censure as a political hit job, saying she never encouraged anyone to breach the Capitol. On Thursday, Mayor LeVar Stoney announced plans to declare gun violence a public health crisis in Richmond. The city is collaborating with community organizers, law enforcement, and VCU Health's trauma center to develop a plan aimed at interrupting the cycle of violence. City Council member Cynthia Newbill says they needed to assemble a coalition capable of addressing the problem. What we've done is critical, but what we will do collectively and collaboratively will save lives. The mayor's declaration won't affect policy, but Stoney says it lays the foundation to work with the community. The Dominion Energy River Rock Sports and Music Festival returns this weekend after being canceled last year. As Ian Stewart reports, the three-day event will include youth clinics led by black athletes. Downhill mountain bike racer D'Angelo Washington, who grew up in Richmond's Creighton Court, says being one of the only black racers in the sport made him realize he had a role to play. But he says that role isn't convincing white mountain bikers to accept him. He says that isn't the problem. It's showing people of color the sport is open to them. I took responsibility to make it my purpose to like just get other kids exposed to different things like mountain biking. Working with the Richmond nonprofit Blue Sky Fund, which connects urban children to nature, Washington will lead several group rides and hold youth clinics on Belle Isle. He says his goal is to make kids comfortable while having as much fun on a bike as possible. Possible. When I'm able to do stuff like that, that's what I'm for right there. For a schedule of events, go to riverrockrva.com. Ian Stewart, VPM News. This newscast was recorded on Thursday, May 13th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at myvpm. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.